0: Hello. Well, welcome back to Pioneer Papers. I am so sorry for the month-long break. I had school, and so I'm working on my graduate school for counseling. So I'm sorry. I apologize for not um, recording anything. And thank you for the audience of two. If it's Eli Nichols and Mary Nichols, thank you for listening. So today we're going to talk about, um, Andy Addington. So I'm just going to read this to you guys because I like to read. So we're going to do a little introduction, but thank you for listening again. Um, Thank you for being patient with me. I apologize to my audience for just being kind of quiet. And I think I might have had, like, some kind of virus or something that I didn't get to this. Like, I had no energy. Like, I had no voice. And I couldn't do it. So, I need to give myself a month time. And I'm so glad I prepared early for the ones that I could, the podcast episodes that I did. Okay, so we're gonna learn about um, Andy Addington. Um, so he's is a biographer of a white man, Confederate home in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Born July twenty eighth, eighteen fifty two in Georgia. Parents were Jared Addington, South Carolina, Lucinda Spivey, North Carolina. That was his mother father carried one of the first colonies into canada Addington Con- county is named after him I apologize for that i came to the indian territory in 1862 father bought up all the land he could in texas and leased all he could get in the indian territory he was the first white man to make a lease with the Indian in the territory. He leased a section of land from R. H. Bob Glove, a Chickasaw Indian. This land this land was on Red River and was located in what is now known as Addington's Bend. Nelson and Sarah were the only slaves Father had. Father, lay, father later owned a big ranch on Simon Creek. I built the first house on Summer Creek 12 miles west of the present town of Mariette. I built there about 1869. It was right after the war. I was 16 years old when the war started, but before it long, I was carrying two big six-shooters. Before I was 15, Captain White, the man for whom Whitesboro was named, organized 44 of us boys and a company to fight the Comanche and Kiowas. We were all under 18 years old. The Comanches would come in on every light of the moon, steal our horses, and go to Fort Sill. We would chase them to the fort, and then on the Blue Coats would make us leave them alone. We would kill the Blue Coats if we caught them out. My oldest brother was one of the first volunteers of the Confederate Army. He was wounded near Fort Gibson. Father heard about it and rode a mule to the fort to see about him. And he was dead and buried. Then father got there. Father got a team and a hack from the Confederates and had the body dug up and brought it back and buried him at Gainesville. Well, this was the fifth grave in the Gainesville Cemetery. We did all of our trading at Jefferson, Texas. The year the Civil War ended, I drove four yoke of oxen to a wagon loaded with wheat from the stage stand at what is now Gainesville, Texas to Kentucky Town, Texas. Here we had the wheat ground. We loaded our flour in the wagon, hauled it to San Antonio, and sold it for $16.00. (laughs) A hundred. <laughs> we went to the Austin. The soldiers raised their flag over the Texas capital. We were four months on this tri- trip, but camped at San Antonio for two weeks. I settled on Bear Creek in 1885. Later, Velmo Later, Velma was. was my last lost off. Last office. I had a big ranch there. I bought 6,000 head of cattle from one man and turned them loose this side of the Red River. At that time, I had 100,000 in the bank at Sherman, Texas. In 1868, we drove 600 heads of cattle from here to where Kansas City now stands. It was three miles from Liberty. We loaded the cattle on boats and ship them out i danced in the house where jesse and jesse and frank james were born we followed the whiskey trail on this trip we crossed the red river at the burningville and then came on to under jimmy's point and went into the arbuckle mountains near redford john Chisholm also drove cattle over the rail Something Jimmy was killed near the Jimmy's point by an Indian. They were both drunk and now started fighting. The Indian hit Jimmy with a brass stirrup, fractured his skull. He's buried in a community center at Oil Springs. I paid an Indian by the name of Ku Tubi who lived east of the present town of Berwyn sixty four thousand go for a herd of cattle. He took the money and buried it in, in rot Shortly after this he died and no one ever knows where he's buried the money. I lost about four thousand head of cattle in eighteen eighty four and eighteen eighty five they died for want of water. All the creeks went dried up and down to even Red River. I stayed about 1,500 head on Bear Creek. We dug the wells, everything else, trying looking for water. Red River froze over the winter in 1884 and 1885. It was very low as a result of the drought, and we had a very severe winter. At this time, I took my wife and our two children and traveled all over the United States. We were one for, we were gone for two years. Larry Coons, who lived for for Springer, traveled with us. And Jerry, uh, Washington was my brother-in-law. He married my sister, Josie. We were in the cattle business together for years, and I left a ranch about ten years ago. So, you know, this is kind of an interesting story. Um, it was, 1937 is when the field workers, Jenny Selfridge, interviewed this guy. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Hopefully, you enjoyed this. And um, I hope you have a great Tuesday. I hope you everybody had a wonderful Valentine's Day. Um, let's see. Also, if you just would like to just share this um, podcast with somebody else, I just want to let you know I'm on Spotify. And anchor, I'm not sure I haven't made enough audience yet to be on iTunes, but I might be there. I know that my old podcast is on there as Leah Jenny Nichols, but everybody, thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week, and we shall be back hopefully next Tuesday I'm um, I may do some later Black History Month. I, I, that was my plan was to do a Black History Month and block it out. But because of my sickness and everything, I didn't get to that. But thank you for listening. And, you know, don't forget to keep loving and learning and enjoying history. Because if we learn the history of our past, we will not repeat it. Thank you.